of the uh where the Rebbe is telling us the Rebbe is telling us the special special quality of the ahava of the love of Hashem that that is that is that is embodied in the life of a person who davke is emerging from the darkness this bechin of tshuva which is bechele yosir which which means beyesa koyach with unbelievable unbelievable koyach of the person who's in the maim rabim the person who's in the the person who's in the waters, in the floodwaters of this world, and Panasa and all the tirdas and so on, that Davka this person is able to is able to attach himself or herself to the Atsmias, to the Etsam, to the essence itself, to the infinite one. And this Ahava which is immeasurable, which is beyond any gvul, is called Bakal Ma'idacha. From the word Ma'od, Ma'od Ma'od, it's infinite, it's endless. And we're, we're, we uh, and the Rebbe explained that this that this ability of a person to to be, to uh, swim in this world of the waters of the nefesh of Bahamas of the animal soul and of the chayshech and that uh, uh, and that's somehow to be able to cry out from that distance to cry out to Kadosh Baruch Hu and to be, and to be filled with a longing for Hashem Baruch. That that is the that's a havas Hashem b'chol ma'idacha, which is bleak vul mamish, which is which is without without boundaries. Now we're up to the part, the explanation, the commentary on this, which is on Yud Aleph, the right side of Nikra Havazul b'chinas b'chol ma'idacha. That this ahava, which is called bechol ma'edecha, the reason that it's without a gavul, the reason that it's without, it's 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 boundless, is davka because it comes from the darkness. Ahava zushi bitigbaris gedoyla. This ahava of the person who's in the Maim Rab in the many waters, the parnas and all the daigis and worries and concerns of this world, this special powerful ahava he bechinas bechol meidecha. This is bechol meidecha. Ki meid perushai bligvul, because the word meid. Even though in English it's translated as very, it's 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 a very that that translation of ma'id is very uh, uh, unsubstantial. It doesn't really it doesn't really tell us what the word ma'id is, because very in English means a lot, but the Rebbe explains that ma'id is really ma'id is without gvul. Ma'od is really endless. The ma'id hulashin riboy. Means something which is going beyond, beyond the measure. It's, it's the beyond the measure. That's the word ma'ay. So it's hard for us to understand then, how is it that they give the kid a tav ma'ay and then there's still mitsuyan? Right? How could it be after tav ma'od? There's still another grade. Tav ma'od should be gavaldi. Now don't tell it to the kids. If they, but tav ma'od should be the best there is, right? Via hava bligvul mamish. 
because we don't want the kids to have to struggle with anything. Ma'id always means there was a struggle. We don't want we want the children just to be mitsuyanim. That's what Ma'id means infinite, infinite, boundless love. That's the word Ma'id. No. So how do we get to this Ahava, uh, this Bilti Mugbelis, this infinite love, this Ma'id? Strangely, this ahava, this infinite ahava, is davke possible when it's awakened, when it's when it's somehow as a result <coughs> from the chayshach, that's a result of the darkness. And in footnote thirty, he brings this a beautiful, beautiful mimer from the Rebbe Rayatz. If he had more time, this would be uh, it would be a normal situation, and Mashiach would be here. We'd be able to learn things in a regular, normal way. We learn the Maimah from the Rabbi Rayas, Reish Sadiq Zayin. So, the, the, uh, in, in 30, he, he gives the Moshal, Kedua HaMoshal HaZem Estima Samayim. When water is, when, when there's a plug that's holding back, something is holding back the water, the Kashoisim Stima Ba'amas Amayim, that you have a, a dam, a, something that is that you that's made of the wood and the, and the earth and the uh, and the uh, stones that's blocking the current. is that are preventing, that are obstructing the flow of the of the river. So we understand. that that davke that obstruction. That obstruction, what, it, what really what it's doing is that it's causing the water to have a murdikitik burst. It's strengthening the force. It's, it's strengthening, it's empowering the water in such a way. And if they're not careful, if it wasn't built properly, it's going to blow away that, that, that dam. It's going to break all boundaries. And that's because you're holding it back. If you wouldn't hold it back, it would be like the same mediocre, it would go like this, a regular mahalach, it would be a nice river, it's been going like that for thousands of years, it doesn't break anything, it's just nice. But if you, if you put something in its way, and the water is gathering force, and the water, is, the water can't take this anymore, I, I, I can't be without learning, I can't be without davening, I'm sick all day long, I'm at work in this miserable place, talking about silly things, and I have to worry about, and, and finally, 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 all of that, all of the kaychas are gathering, gathering throughout the day. And then when it comes, when it comes to already to davening, it comes to a point where the person can't take it anymore. So then that ahava, that love that was held back all day long because the person is in the gullus, in the gullus of Parnassa and all of these inyanim. So that ahava, that infinite love that's being held back is really gathering force, gathering force. And then <clears throat> it comes to a point where all the aitsim, all the avanim, all the offer, all the things that are in the way are just shattered, broken, broken, blown apart by the gathering ahava, by the gathering love. That's the mosul that the tzaddikim gave. The Rebbe talks about that himself in the Torah, and, and it's explained more in the Maimah from the Rashab. In Reish Nuntes, and then Vaita Vaita in the, the Maimah from the Rayats in Reish Sadik Zayin. Gabir Atam Sheahava Bechol Ma'idacha, 
where the tzaddikim explain that this love that we say in Shema, v'chol ma'idachu, ma'od, ma'od, which is boundless, that that ma'od comes davkets, m'sirosh, raka, yidein yonim, shalhelem, v'hesda, davkab, is brought about through the concealment, through the obstructions, through the holding back of the floodwaters. Of the, I don't hear the floodwaters of Elam Hazar. Uh, I shouldn't have used that word. I mean the, the flood of Ahav is Hashem, of love for Hashem that's, that's held back. That's the Nineveh Baal Shuva. That's the uh, Baal Shuva. So you tell a Baal Shuva not to be so religious. It's a crazy thing. You can only tell it to people who are like rivers. The whole lives they're like... Uh, they act like this, nothing great, nothing. Just like this, they're flowing. Their parents, the grace, a certain kind of a flow. So then you can tell, don't be so firm. You don't have to daven so much. You don't have to get into it so much. But you can't tell that to a Balchuva. Because in a Balchuva's neshama, all of that Ahavas Hashem, all of the Avaidas Hashem, has was, was been gathering force for all these years. So you go and you tell them, you go and you tell them, listen, you don't have to be, you just be, uh, you could be like a moderate Jew. No, you can't tell about Shuva not to be so into it. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous thing. Everybody knows that. And <clears throat> I, I, this, is, this goes back to my raving and ranting of this morning. Forgive me just for a minute, a little bit. I, I'm, you see, I have an Indian. So, so you know, just, yeah, just you know, you know, you know, my friends, let me a little. Chill. So, so that's why there was a, there was a time there was somebody that made a there was a rabbi from a, a shul that made a speech about how we, what's, we don't understand what's going on, what's happening, why is it that's, that the Bali Tshuva are leaving the modern Orthodox schools and the, the, the Bali Tshuva seem to all be going over to the, to the Shayoshevs and to the, you know, and to the, and to the Chabad schools, whatever they're going, they're going like to these, you know, and they're becoming more, and then even though they started off, they, 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 they dressed like us, but then over time, you start, they start to dress like Yeshiva guys, and, and the girls start to, the women start to put on Shaitlach, what's, what's wrong? Like there's something wrong with them. So if you ask any Baal Shuvah, they'll tell you, listen, maybe I started off like that, but, you know, I didn't find I was getting enough over there. That's all. It's not such a... what's so complicated. That doesn't have to do with Lavush. Obviously, the clothing is, this, is not the main thing, how a person dresses. But if you're going to tell a Baal Shuvah who's been looking for the truth, her neshama has been stuck for who knows how long, she's been stuck for 30, 40 years, whatever it is, and the neshama is, you know, on fire, and without knowing it, and it's gathering all this force, that's not a river. That's a torrential, torrential flood. And then all of a sudden, you, you let loose and you say, you know, you don't have to keep all the halachas so carefully. They don't go for that. Like, they might start off like that, but then after, after a very short time, you know, it's the shaitl and the whole thing, because, because it's a, you, know, you can't sell that to them. Because they, they, they're too hungry for the truth. And when, someone, when somebody's thirsting, chalishing for the truth, and you tell them, here, you give them a little bit of a snippet. You know, you give them a take a little bit here. You give him a little bit uh, 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 of, uh, what's it called, a dog in a blanket, you know, a little hot dog and a little knish. You give him a little bit, and it's not enough. Mom, she got to give me, give me a, what's a full course meal? <laughs> so what happens is these, these never these have a, of course all the Jews have good intentions, all, all Jews are holy. That they're, they're in this place, and, and you know, and they're telling me you don't have to be like this, it's not so harsh, you don't have to, no, you do a little bit Yiddishkeit, and you know, like, so they're not going to be satisfied. They, those rabbis can sell that to the regular customers. The regular customers are not thirsty, not hungry, they're not looking for more. The emphasis is that they also are looking for more, they're not... They don't know. They don't understand. But but uh, you could sell that to the people that just have been religious a certain way. We've been this. We've been dressing this way and acting this way and living this way and learning this little for the last forty years. We have a minute like this. 
they were learning hardly anything for the last 40 years. You know, you know, it's a minute, it's our minute. So then, so you can't tell that to a Baal He doesn't have even hugging. Mm-hmm. A Baal Shuvah doesn't have a minute. He said, what's your minute? You have also a minute? Oh, is your minute to be an Amaris also? Your minute, is also? your minute is also not to learn so much? No, I don't have. My parents are not religious. I don't have any men hugging. Ah, your parents don't have any men hugging. That means you're allowed to learn as much as you like. Yeah, it's Gavaldic. And what, do you, your, your mother, do you have any minute not to cover your hair? No, my mother, my mother doesn't have any minute. She wasn't religious. Oh, so you could keep the minute of covering your hair? Yeah, sure. I could keep that. I'm not stuck. I don't have to keep. My mother didn't have any minute. My mother, my mother didn't know. She was. My mother wasn't religious. I'm a chayyeh. So you understand? They could do anything they want. It's a chayyeh. The balachuva are free. The balachuva are free. And it's not just that they're free. All the rocks, the stones, the, all that stuff, the waters of the Balshuva just blow away, and they're free to live the Yiddishkeit that they believe in, that they want to live. Not because they summoned this and like that, and not my father, my mother. My, they could do what they want to do, and it seems that they're, that they're not satisfied. Ruba the Ruba, they're not satisfied just doing a little. It doesn't work that way. When you when you haven't been able to keep it, and you and it's been held back from you by nobody's fault. It's not anybody's fault. It's been held back from you. So then when you want to, you want, sometimes you have to tell about Shuvah, you, you know, you have to tell sometimes to take it easy. Most and most, which means easy, easy, easy does it, right? Easy does it, because that it should be in a healthy and normal way. So because when you, when the dam and the, and the, when the, when the whole thing is blown apart, it could, you know, you have to be careful, you could destroy people's lives too. And many times I've told the kids, be careful with your parents, you know, not to alienate your parents. Especially if we're talking about people become balachuva, they're, they're still in the home. Not to alienate the parents, to try to. You don't have to always be the most, you know, with the chumas to be to try that your parents should be part of it, and you know, not to to be careful, because the waters are very, very powerful, and it's very hard to hold them back. So, the, so who's going to explain to that rabbi why are we, why are the modern orthodox, why are we losing the balachuva? If you give them, if you give them a, a full course meal, they'll stay. But if you're giving them just a little bit of a, if you're giving them a little bit of an appetizer, okay, but that's nice. But then you know, it's time to move on. You know, you want to get the supper. So they're not going to stay over there. They're not. They're going to go to the yeshivas. They're going to go to the whatever it is, to the yeshiva world, to the chassidic world. But they're not going to stay with a, with a little bit of a snack. That's for sure not going to work. But for the regulars, it works. What are you going to do? <coughs> Imagine if I would say that what I just said this last 10 minutes, if I would say it someplace else, what would happen to me? And Mama should uh, be thrown out. That's all right. <laughs> the only people that are tuning in are the ones that want to, that, that, that know that I'm a sugar and that want to hear. But, but, but I'm thinking it's a sad thing because why can't, why can't we say that the truth is damaged? Why can't we talk about it? What you doing? <clears throat> all right. So that's the, the, the Rayas talks about that a lot and the other said, back on top. That shocking chazal, shocking, shocking chazal, when it says by creation this is this taiv, and then it says taiv ma'ot. So taiv, chazal say, what's taiv? Taiv is the malach, is a, is a good malach. Tov is chai, tov is life, right? And what? And taiv and ma'ot, oh, ma'ot is the malach ma'ot. That's very good. Good is is the malach of life. Is life very good? Is the malach hamavis? So what does that mean? That the malach hamavis is ma'ayd. So the Rebbe explains. 
And means the it means the eitzah ha'tayv means all the good stuff. That's tayv. Ma'aid a tov ma'aid zemalach hamavis zemalach hamavis tayv ma'aid zemalach hamavis the angel of death the lechayra which is the eitzah it's the same thing right so so lechayra the lechayra tamu eich hamavis v'hara nikud tayv ma'od how could evil the angel of death and the eitzah how could all that how could all that bad stuff be called Taiv Ma'od? Very good. Which means what? Should Taiv Oid Yosim Which means it's better than the it's better than the Malach of life. It's better than life. It's better than than what we call good. Taiv Ma'od is Ma'od. Ela Inyan. So the Rebbe explains what's the Inyan. The Malach Hamavas Hainu Hanefesh Bahamis Shabadam. The Malach HaMavis, of course, means the animal soul. The Malach HaMavis, Hainu HaNefesh HaBahamis Shabadam. The animal soul within a person. Who Yetzirah, from where the Yetzirah is able to develop the evil inclination, <coughs> which is who Malach HaMavis, which Chazal say Yetzirah, Malach HaMavis is all the same thing. And by transforming, by somehow using the darkness of the animal soul and turning it towards good. Now we're going to talk a lot about how it's possible. You could come to the highest level of Ahava, the Ahava that was being held back by death, by the Malacham Mavis, by evil, the Ahava that was being held back by Choshech, and the waters of Ahava were gathering, were gathering for us. The Ahava of Hashem that's held back because the Jew is schlepping with Pandas and all different things in this world, and he feels far removed, and like we're talking about in the Yaris and he's calling and screaming, from the depths and from the distance. So that's called Bechol Ma'aydecha. And that's Zaw Inyan Taiv Ma'ayd. That's very good. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's that. That's... Uh, that, you, you, you do understand, because you're right. That's Vahav Zashem Bechol It's the same. With both your Yetzir HaTaiv and your Yetzir. But we're learning now, though, you see, that's not such a radical statement. That, uh, but then, when you're saying once, we, but this Chazal is radical. Yeah. This is this is means it sounds like they're on equal terms. This is much more radical. This is yeah, but there's a there's an ahavas, but that's with a gvul. That's with a gvul. That's like I said. That's that you could just have a, a little bit of a. That's a little bit of an appetizer. But ahavas Hashem bechol that's that's and the heap of the opposite in the in the eight Sahara and the Malachamavis. That's a radical. That's more radical. And for that, in order to understand that, and that's why even though occasionally you see that Chazal brought up in the Khsishwam's book Kasaida, in the non Khsishwams, they'll very, very, very rarely will bring this Chazal. They'll always bring the Shnay Yitzracha Chazal. Because that, you know, you can work with. This one, in order to explain this, you have to get into Shriya Sakalam. You have to get into the Eilam of Tau and the Eilam of Tikkun. You have to get into Kabbalah Zachan. 
which uh, which we're gonna we're gonna have to go into on our on our madrega, we're gonna have to go into uh, on, on the uh, on the other side of the page. <coughs> you, you see that we're gonna be talking about shvius akelim barichas, and and obviously that's an uncomfortable subject outside the outside of the It's not something that is discussed openly, so. So that's why the statement of the Tov Ma'od is the Malacham Avis is a much more of a radical statement, but but it gets you to the bottom of the to the bottom of the story. You know, it gets you to the real thing. B'shnei Yitzchak is true, 100 percent. Chazal say, but it's more than that. When it says B'shnei Yitzchak, there's like three dots, you know, dot dot dot, and it says Ayin, and it says take a look over here, uh, take a look over here in, in, the, in this Chazal, which is in the Zayar Kodesh, which is in also in the Yalkut, the Zayar. Take a look over here. And but that's for the that's for the uh, advanced for those who are ready for the advanced program. But Bechol Ma'idech is much more is is the Davka from the Malcham Avos and the Yitzhar from the Sitra Achra comes the biggest Ahav. But that's in Pnimis That's why the source of it really, really the oldest source, the oldest source of this really is in the Zayar Kaddish. It's really in the Zayar Kaddish. It sounds a little bit like Nasin uh, Lesfios, where our arrows are transformed into Lesfios. Yeah, sure. Lesfios, sure. Like we learned in sure. Nasin Shubra, right, 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 that's it. And that's why also, the, the, that's why the Svarim that are not, not Oisik and Pnimis, so they have a hard time with that too, because that's very radical. You know, that the Averis uh, could become mitzvahs, so how do, the, how do the nice, you know, the, the Svarim, the regular Svarim talk about that, so it goes from like in the regular shmuzim is that you learn from your experiences of the past, and now, which is true, tamis. You learn from the tamis. You learn from your experiences of the past, and the Balshu was able to look back and say, you know, Take, that was that was wrong and this and that, and now you know. So therefore, since my past is helping me to become a better person, so I'm, I get points for the past. That's not radical. It makes a lot of sense. And it's beautiful and it's true, but the pnimius is not. The pnimius is because the pnimius is not like that. It's a small little chaylik. It's just like I said, it's like a little bit of an appetizer. But the panemius is taif ma'ay. It's taif ma'ay. But doesn't that have to be transformed first before it can be, become to the other side? The, 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 the Yitzharah has to be turned over. Yeah, sure. That's what we're talking about. But 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 when you look at certain Islam, it sounds like we're dealing with, what's the lesson like, like uh, damage control. Damage control. But when you, but, but this Ma'ama Chazal, when it talks about Taif Ma'ayd, it's talking about more than damage control. It's talking about something unbelievably positive that comes from the Malach HaMavis, not damage control. And that's why I told you a few weeks ago, we were learning, you understand how there, how the Tzaddikim had to be very careful after the time of Shabbat Tzvi, right? Remember we spoke about that? Because, because that, because these concepts are so radical that those people who are not complete and total Tzaddikim, can take have taken these concepts in history and have used them to say that we should make a partnership with the Malach HaMavis, right? Let's make a deal with the Malach HaMavis and then turn it around. You know how dangerous that is. In other words, let's go into the side of evil and we're going to turn it around. So that then that, that's what happened with Shabbat Shalom. And worse than him was afterwards the Frankist. And what happened with that whole Maisa, that was just disgusting. We can't even talk about it. What kind of affairs are being done with Shem Shemai? And they're going to turn this around. And, and you know, and and and, and then after after he converted, after Shabbat Shalom converted, so then his his prophet Nassim, so then he 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 used all of the all of the Zoya Kodesh and all these kisve. 
Islam, he used all of that to say that it's dafka to be mahapach, to transform that darkness and to come to the highest madragas, which is redemption. In order to have redemption, we have to go all the way into the, into this, into this darkest, darkest things. How else, so that's, how else do you explain the fact that the Mashiach converted to Islam? And how do you explain that the Mashiach goes in public with a, with a, with a girl and does, does a virus? All of this is to transform, to transform his seats. The ideas are true ideas, but when they're, like everything that's good, the most most powerful things, if they're in the hands of the wrong people, you understand how uh, how, how dangerous how dangerous it is, right? That's I think what the president has been talking about, what's going on in Iraq, and the kind of things that when people like that. So there was an interesting thing I, I saw in the news, in the newspaper a few, uh, two weeks ago. So that in Europe they're making a big. There was a group that make they're making a big tumult. Why is it that everybody is worried? Why is it that everybody's making this whole stink and they're making a war against Iraq? Because Iraq has chemicals that are that uh, that could cause uh, what do they call them chemicals yeah. of mass destruction. That Iraq has all these chemicals of mass destruction. The Israelis also have chemicals of mass destruction. So, could be. I hope they do. But but nobody nobody in his right mind is chayshin that Yidin would use chemicals of mass destruction to hurt innocent people. Like nobody loses sleep over that. That, like that, there's some yidl over there that's gonna, like that, that wants to take over the world. But we're plenty worried about guys like Saddam Hussein that have stuff like that. But, but this is the, these are the comparisons that are being made. Well, Israel, the Israelis also have, the Israelis also have chemicals. Well, you know, we're not worried. How come, the, how come no one's attacking Tel Aviv? We should be, they should be ta- attacking Tel Aviv. The Jews also have these chemicals. This is all, this, so it's the same thing. When the Balatanya talks about these concepts of Bechal Ma'idacha, and, and it's explained in Chassidus and in the Sfarmak which means not just Chassidus, but the Ramchal, and all the Tzadikim, and the, the Kisvei Ari, uh, we need, we need, uh, the, we need the, the Tzadikim to bring it more to our level, and the Ari we don't understand. But when it's brought down to our level, which is, which is exactly what the Rebbe is talking about, people that have to go to work, and they're in the Panos and the Maimram, so then we can grow from it. But if you take these concepts and you put them into the hands of dangerous people, of people that are that are not responsible, you realize this could be very, very, very. This could be this could be terrible stuff. It could be terrible. So there does, of course, have to be. It's all with shulchan aruch, and it has to be this transformation of the person and doing tshuva 100 percent. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. So that obviously then ties into something that we've heard so many times. We're while the tshuva is studying, but it seems then that unless you have gone through that process, that, that the old process, you, you're not able to reach, it's a little bit scary, you're not able it is to reach scary. the highest degree. Yeah, it's scary. What do you say to, I question, any, any of the, of the Rebbes and the Tzadikim, Tzadikim. you see out there, you know, I, I'm, I'm perfectly happy to go there, Derek. I don't. Yeah, I don't. So I, I thought about this. I thought about this a few million times, and um, and it's, it's something that weighs heavily on on me. You know, because I think I'll tell you. You're thinking about rebbes and Sadiqim. I think the rebbes and Sadiqim is like this. I'll first answer that, and I'll tell you what, what I think more about, just on a simple level. You're you're, you're holding. In, I'm talking like simple, but but as far as rebbes and Sadiqim. Um, you know that many times I mentioned in Shul how how Rav Hutner was Rav Hutner wrote in a letter how annoyed he was about all these storybooks that are coming about that they put out about Sadiqim, not because they're not true. He says, but it's only a part of the picture. And he says, and it's very discouraging for regular Jews who read these things. And you see that from the time that Chavetz Chaim was eight years old, he was shoveling the snow for the you know for the whole town, and you know, uh, and, and, and you know you don't even shovel you don't even shovel the snow for your own family, you know. 
so so you, it's very discouraging. So Vudna said Ravunna said that we don't we don't we don't know, we don't read the stories about the struggles of these tzaddikim. That's why that's why when Rabbi Nachman spoke about some of his struggles, and we even have from the Rabbi Ramayla certain things if people say I can't but you know, Rabbi Nachman had to go through this stuff, the tzaddikim the tzaddikim have struggled. We just don't know about them. We don't know about their struggles. We don't know about their about their mulchamas. I, I tell you like I could you know just I know that I was, uh, that I have in my mishpacha. I have one of my brother. I have a brother-in-law who's mishpacha, who, who's mishpacha with big tzaddikim, big big tzaddikim. It comes from unbelievable tzaddikim. But his uncle's a big tzaddik, a very famous tzaddik. And and I, I was so touched. Like I wanted to find out, find out like right away. Like wow, you know, this, when he got into the family, we were like the inyan that he had to that he had to go through. He was telling me some of the things that his uncle had to go through. And the, the terrible, terrible, you know, you know, in Panini, it's like things that, you know, everybody has their struggles. The tzaddikim have their struggles. On their madrigals, okay, they don't have to struggle, let's say, the same kind of thing that we have to. Because we're, because, you know, uh, they're, they're, much, they're so much more refined. But they have their struggles. We just don't know about them. Because it's not written up in any safer. But then from a tshuva perspective, does it actually exist? There's no such thing that you may want to say. Because everybody has to go. It's everybody. And Ben Achanami, Shabbat Nachman says tshuva, tshuva medregis, and like the Kotsky used to say that the, the, he brought from Chazal too. Mashiach's coming. It's from Chazal. The Mashiach's coming to bring the tzaddikim to do tshuva. <laughs> the simple Jews know that they have to do tshuva. Tzaddikim are not, not always so sure. So Mashiach's going to come to be machzed the tzaddikim to do tshuva. So really, is there any such thing as somebody who's a, 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 a complete tzaddik and not a bal tshuva? That's that's a, that's a very very strong question. It's a good question. The tzaddikim are constantly in the process of tshuva. They're in tshuva of madregas of taiv. Like when the Shia comes, they're also going to be doing that. Also going to be madregas of taiv. <clears throat> but I think of another thing. Uh, just on a simple level, I sometimes think about how you know you can't plan. You know, sometimes I look at. I look at the way that you know, my children are Baruch Hashem were raising them in, 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 as much as possible in a certain way but there were certain things that uh, in, in, my, in our back my wife and I there were certain things that I don't want my kids to have to go through it you know I don't want them to experience it but I know and my wife we know that if we hadn't then we wouldn't be so much sugar about Yiddishkeit the way we are now we wouldn't be so much in love with it and, I, and, I, and, and it's not something that you want your children to go through like if, now if you knew if you could have a Narvi that would come and would sign a paper your kid's going to be the biggest tzaddik in the world so then you know you'd let go in certain ways certain things would, so we're all so frightened and we're living in such a crazy world we're just trying to hold on that everything should go like we don't want any bedevis for the children. It's just like everybody wants to have, like I spoke many times in shul, we all want to have Yosef Tzadik. Yehuda is very, we, like we admire him, but we don't want our kids having to be in that world, you know, with Tamar and David and Basheva and, you know, Ruz. It's, it's, you know, after everything works out, it's, we have, then all the, everybody gets rushes about it and everybody, you know, it's Kavaldik. But, you know, we all want Yosef Tzadik because we know the way of the Balchuva, that way of Chuva is a very, very scary path. And look, a lot of people they don't get there. The, you know, the, a lot of people don't get there. I don't know. Like if I look back at my, with my chaverim, not that I got anywhere. I'm not saying that I got any place. I'm still, a, I'm still the same stupid idiot I always was. But I, I, but I know what the truth is. That I could say. And my, a lot of my chaverim don't. I know what the truth is. I'm just not doing what I should do. I'm, I, I want to, but 
a lot of my chavrim that I grew up with, they, they don't want to. And 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 then I see sometimes the difference. You know, I, I was uh, talking to one of the chavrim who was going perm night. It's a young guy, see, like he had a lot of energy. He was going perm night all over the place, you know, to different yeshivas. And, and uh, so he told me, you know, he went to a lot of different yeshivas. And I'm not going to name any of them because Kulam Kedoshim. They're all holy places. But he said to me an interesting thing. He said that he went to this masiva, that masiva, this. The place where he saw the most unbelievable dancing, the most unbelievable fire, was that which was Davke with the kids that were not coming from the strongest backgrounds. Right? Not coming from the strong family background. And there he saw the dancing was hoflidic. The other place is like, like a river. But this place was like was like the dam that broke. This place, he said, a thousand guys, mummish, you know, not with the drinking and the shtick, just like, and the rebellion were all there. And he said, oh, the yeshivas, like a couple of the rebellion were there, most of them were not there. And the guys, you know, some were, and then on the, on the, outs, on the outside they weren't. And he said, this place he went to, to help it. So then, so then I, so I was talking to my wife about this for like five hours. We were talking about this. And, you know, I'm thinking about, so what am I doing? So what's going to be? So, so, so what do I do? I try to go back in time and then send my kid to that place? So he should come out to be one of those guys that's dancing all night? Or, or do I continue with this program of sending my kid to the place where everything's 100 and it comes from this and everybody but like the guy, like a lot of the guys are out of it and bored and you know they everybody's wearing the right outfit but a lot of the guys are not into it I don't know we didn't come out it came out with a taiku like there's nothing to do because I can't I can't put my kid I can't take a chance so I don't you know I don't know what to do I, we don't know what to do we're stuck in this thing and then we're just davening that because the kids are in, you know the kids are in Eish Kardish and and that they're growing up with such people, and they see this gavaldiga thing, and they see like a matzah shabbos, and they see people like yourselves, like you know, that that my kids brought Hashem. And I see this, thank God, I'm not. I see that the children that they that they have that, and like you know, that even in their circles, like my kids are weird, you know. I mean, in a holy way, they they like you know the. That, and this is my, my dream is that always. I'm telling you something personal, that my dream is that my wife and I that we should raise kids that are that that don't have the nisyanis of Yehuda. You know, I'm saying that they like Yosef at Sadiq, but they like crazy, like, like you know that. And and you know, with the girls it's easier. With the girls it's easier because the the, the girls they're still a little bit more. There's a, there's a little they, they there's more they they give the girls a little bit more leeway in certain ways. So the boys it's a little bit harder, but but you see that this is the time this is the time that you know this is a, we're living in such such unusual time the question Maisha, that you asked is a question so so the rabbi is talking to me about bakhal maidakha and dafkif mina khaysha mina hipukh the emiss is that all of the all of these wonderful yeshiva bakhon and all of the khavri you know that grew up with all the frumkite and uh, everything and all the yiddishisms and the right things the emiss is that we could we could we could learn with them the Maimer Maim Rabbim, and they could learn that they also that they're also not there. You know what I'm saying? And they also have to scream and beg, and they also and and to show them that the waters have been gathering and that there's a dam that that, that could be broken. But they just don't they don't realize that they don't realize that. I mean, when you talk to them, because they're, they're yidden just like everybody else, they're gevaldigi yidden, and when you when you talk to them, 
you know, and I and I, and I go to certain places, and I and there's a there's a very very strong wall, like a lot of that happens. It's a strong wall because oh, you're coming to tell me, you know, all that stuff. Like there's that when you get past the macho stuff, when you get past that macho stuff, they're like. They're the, the, you know, it's all sugar and spice and everything nice, and they and they all want to, they all want to kick their shoes off, and and be sugar. But there's all this stuff, all this stuff, that stuff, all the rocks and the wood and the stuff that's piled up holding the water back. But when you come, like I said before, but when you come to the other chaver, so they, so the other chaver, the ones that didn't have, that didn't grow up with all of that, so the thing is like this. Okay, that was wrong. Let's try the right way. That was wrong. So then, so then, there's like, it just goes, and it was held back, and, and it was held back, and said, okay, now, let's just, you know. But there are so many, there are so many other pitfalls in that second way. There's so many things along. That's why I'm afraid with the children. You can't let do that. What am I going to do? To tell my kids to listen to certain music and to read certain poems, so that they're somehow over years they should somehow be able to use that. And you know, I, what? All the stuff is dangerous stuff. What am I going to be a little shabbos sweet with my own children? I'm going to take chances to my kids. So you try to bring them up. You try to bring them up. They should be yeses at sadik. They should be you know rochali menu types, and that somehow somehow uh, they'll. they'll They'll, they'll get that fire. They'll get that fire because they, they see people that are that are working in themselves. And and I always say that when people say to me, you know, like from my from my chaverim from the, you know, the, 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 from a different background. So the, so my chaverim will say, you don't find that your kids are like getting you know in age course with all the, the with the kind of people that that it's got bad hashpa. Like maybe the people like you know the modern people in Budmir it's a bad hashpa. So I tell my my kids about Hashem. I daven my wife and I daven day and night that they should that they should catch some of the some of the ahavas Hashem from from these people you think are a bit hashpa hashpa. This is the, these are the hashpa that I that me and my children that they that they that they took us to a different place in, in Yiddish guy. They think that I must be on them. They must be on us. But type. <coughs> it's much harder to bring the tzaddikim to do tshuva. You understand? It's much harder. I go out and I daven to the don't test me because I'm not sure that I can pass. It's like much rather, but that but which goes counter to everything that we in essence that we're actually arguing. But who, mm-hmm. who wants to do it? No, we daven. This is like this. That's the same thing I'm telling with my kids and with your kids. We daven. We do what we can to make it that they shouldn't be tested. You know, you shouldn't. Be, they shouldn't be tested. We don't say, I want you to watch this television show and be massacring it. <laughs> we, just, we don't we, we don't put on the television. We, 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 what are you gonna do, right? We don't. We, and we it's the same thing for us. Not tikkunim. Listen, the emphasis is the Barisham gives all of us plenty of nisyanis, even if we're not looking for them. They're coming up all the time. Yeah, yeah. Can't you say that by 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 the is taking that that run, turning back now into to the Ahavah role. By the people who have been who have been in the river, so they are they're is taking that indifference that, that they might have toward Yiddishkeit and turning that over, making that the Ahavah. You said a beautiful chazki, but you know sometimes indifference is harder to identify than when it's chayshach. Chayshach darkness. A person looks at the darkness and says, "Oi, I'm not going to have this." Somebody have a, you'll have a kid that comes, God forbid, from an abusive home. So you know that the kid can go two ways. It can either be the most gewaltige parent or chas v'sholem, right? Because he has like black and white, or and chayshach. Either he gets swallowed up in the chayshach, or you or you 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 look at that, you look back at it, you spit and you run for the hills, right? 
But people who grew up like in gray, you know, like it's not dark, not light. It's not bad. It's not bad. I don't have to make like a indifference is a real, real hard thing to fight against. That's what I was talking about the first indifference, apathy, like grayness. It's like a, it's a hard thing to be angry with. It's not bad. My parents are nice people. It's not bad. They're not shamish. It's not like they, you know. So you know, they, they don't daven. They daven. It's not like you know. But when but those like the balachuva. When they're coming from the place, not the flowing river, but there's a dam, so it's just uh, so they th- they see there was a chayshach, there was a darkness, and with the darkness you get angry against the darkness. You scream, you yell. Either you fall into it, that's why we can't send our kids into the darkness. What are we going to do? We're afraid that the kids are going to fall into it, so we try to we try to bring them completely, completely should be lifted. But on the other hand, what the Rebbe is saying is, I, you can only reach my idech or mitaycha chayshach. So what do we do? We send our kids into the chayshach. Now the terror says. That there's chayshach even though we send our kids into the light. There's so much chayshach. There's so much chayshach. There's so much darkness. Even though we try to send our kids completely into the light, there's so much chayshach. So they have that avoider. It's a different avoider. And that's that's what you know. That's what I, my wife and I were talking about all this. I was like, you know, what do you do? What do you do that the kids should just be yosef at tzaddik? None, none of the nisyonis, but to have that kind of a that kind of fire, that energy, that screaming and yelling of a person who who. Who was in the Chayshach without putting him in the Chayshach? What do you do? This is something I, I, I think about every day. I think I have this on my mind all the time. This Indian. That the children should have that, 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 that kind of. Uh, you just think of the generation that skipped a certain beat here from the Holocaust and the things that are going on now. And I look back, you know, the way the, the way you know it was in the, you know, being raised and. and, and and then you know the generation coming back, and my father, and my father saying to me, and my you know even my mother begrudgingly coming along and saying, you know, we're proud of you. So what happened to that time from 1940, 41, whatever that was, and that's 40 and a little dark uh, later over there where they were from? What happened over there until until the kids or the grandchildren, whatever you know, what happened? That's Kufa. Those 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 years of those people who went through unbelievable unbelievable darkness. That that sometimes in their own lives they turned it a certain way, and and sometimes you know with the children the grandchildren that they, that they said we're going to bring it back, and then the parents <clears throat> and the parents are able to say you know, Shkayach. I had this conversation last night. There was a I met a teacher that I had in third grade. There was a a, a teacher that I had in third grade. And uh, and she's an older woman, but as feisty as I remembered her. And um, she used to teach. She was out like a diktuk ivrit, you know. We had it. And um, she's a woman from Hungary, actually from the same town as my mother, from Munkach. You heard of Munkach, I'm sure. And uh, she was not just so well, and she came to America. She was she went through the Muhammad, all the terrible things in the Muhammad, and she came to America. That we know, we gave us a service as kids, you know. What she went through, what she went through, the same thing my parents went through. But you know. anyway, so it was such a uh, such a sweet talk with her yesterday, last night. You know, and she was. I told her, I, I remember you from Munkash. She said, well, How do you remember that? So I said. Because my mother's from Munkash, so I was stuck in my head that you were that you once said in the class that you came from a place called Munkash. And we were talking, and she was telling me about about her children. That her children, she's so proud of them. This, you know, the, whatever they're learning and, and, and was a rabbi. This, she's so proud. 
and she said, um, she said such a lot. And I was thinking of my my daughter Suri, who now teaches in the same school that she she's, she is in this school. So, I was um, I was sitting listening. She said the lashon like this. I, I, if I could say every word that she said, and if I would be able to give over the look in her eyes, it was uh, I couldn't fall asleep. I was thinking about it. She said that um, she came from a big family. She says that none of them, none of them have graves. She says none of them. They all were killed. She's the only one that survived. She says the. All of their graves are in here, in my heart. This is what she said. But then she said that I had this... I had my, my oldest son was born a few years after the war. Yeah, she's an older woman. I was born after the war. And I gave him the name of my father, who was killed. He looks like my father. He, he, he talks like my father. His mannerisms are the same as my father. And now his learning, his Yiddishkeit, is like my father. And I wasn't, she said, I wasn't like that. You know, after a while, I, but it's, it's coming back. It came back. <clears throat> how these Jews feel, how they look at the world. <clears throat> because for them, for them, it was like the whole, the whole generation was, was a time of, the, of being held back. Like when you go when you go to people like my parents and you tell them, so they, they like they'll see look at my mother with a beard and pace when I start doing this stuff. So my mother my mother didn't want me to do it, but not because of anything theological. She just didn't want going like killing me. That pretty much was it. Had nothing. It was nothing like, you know, it was nothing uh, deep. But she didn't want me. She was worried that I wouldn't go to college. You know that stuff. I was going to be with with my parnasa. Every every mother worries about that. Every father worries about what's going to be with the parnasa. And how are you gonna? No one's gonna hire you if you go with the beard and pay you. So What are you gonna do? You know. And and then the, and, the, and then she was afraid that, that you know I, that somehow people would bother me and start up with me and you know. And you don't think that she's told me you know over the years, in her own way. This is the way your grandfather was, you know. So I think the whole Yiddishkeit of this generation in a certain way is like coming off of that time of it being held back. The whole the whole Yiddishkeit, the whole the whole Yiddishkeit. <clears throat> when you see the children, the grandchildren that they That whole time that that after the Muhammad but it turns out that those Jews after the Muhammad they never they never abandoned they never left Yiddishkeit. It was all just gathering force. And it comes down the children, the grandchildren. Like Rav used to say that he that he met the Yid, you know, 
that told him that 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 his uncle was he was with his uncle in a concentration camp and his uncle never stopped learning. You know, his uncle, this guy in a concentration camp, his uncle was a gewaldige Talmud Chacham. And the uncle was going through in the concentration camp the whole shas by heart. That's what he was doing while he was while he was in the filth and he was working. He was going through the whole shas, the whole shas. And when they were taking him away to the gas chamber, he was holding in the middle of my cotton. I'm sure some of you heard Shlomo tell this story. He told it many times. Shlomo met this year that told him that his that his uncle said, "I'm holding by daf whatever it is daf tes in my cotton. Now I, now I'm going to die." So could you finish my cut? That that this whole generation is that. The whole generation is just trying to finish my cut. Sometimes people stop you and they ask, you know, so why do you have to dress this way? Why do you have to do all this stuff? You know, it's you can't be a Jew without this stuff. Of course, you can be a Jew without this stuff. So Shiloh, <laughs> the Jews is and millions of them that are much much better. That this stuff do you can't. Why you can be? But there's a certain Indian to. There's a difference between feeling that you're just starting white cotton and that you're finishing white cotton. There's some Jews who feel that they're just starting white cotton. And maybe in America, and with the American heaven, maybe it's more like that, I suppose. Although they feel it also, there's no silence. But for the ones who, for some of those, for, the, for, for many of those, I suppose, who who grew up from a who grew up in a family that was interrupted, the Germans in Ashram tried to stop. We tried to put the you know a dam in the way. It wasn't from stones and from dirt, but it was from barbed wire and from gas chambers. And there are many things of our generation that could be understood if this sugya was worked out. And it's hard to work out the sugya because those who know can't. Those who know really can't talk about it. And those who don't know can't really understand it. That's when the Malachim should come out. Taif Ma'id. No. We explain that to somebody. What does it mean that the Malachim is Taif Ma'id? How could the Malachim be Taif Ma'id? Only the Bernstein runs the world in a way we don't understand. That somehow from the Malachamavis comes out of Taifim Hyde. 
that we're still waiting for the end of the Chagadim. No, no, such Pesach. We should be zorichim to see what's a Kaddish Baruch Hu, the Shachal Malchamavis.